stand to your feet. Everybody stand to your feet. Hallelujah. Lift up your hands to heaven. Lift up your hands to heaven. Begin to give God the praise. I want you to thank God for being here this morning. You are here to encounter God. Say, I'm here to encounter God. And nobody encounters God and remains the same. I'm, going, I'm not going back the same way I came this morning. I thank you, Father, for giving me the privilege to be here. I receive your glory. I receive your anointing. I receive your blessings. I receive your increase. I receive your healing. I receive celebration. My doors are opened in the name of Jesus. I'd like you to say with me, say, Heavenly Father, I declare... I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I am partaker of your divine nature. Thank you, Father, for giving me the enablement to live a glorious Christian life. Thank you for helping me to bear fruits, to bring forth results in the name of Jesus. Glory be to you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Look at your neighbor, say neighbor. Every day, in every way, I'm getting better. I am sure my tomorrow is greater than today. In Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. God bless you. Let's give a hand of applause to the 1,000 vampires. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And then I want to welcome all of us here this morning. Uh, God has brought you because he wants to bless you. Uh, There are some new people, I think, they were here, they were they are coming back. Sister Esther and husband. Say welcome back. Say this time around you will stay and be established and you will fly. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And this morning, you know, last Sunday. We skipped our series where we're doing in our Greater Fruits Conference. Now, the messages for Greater Fruit Conference is deliberately structured to be instructive. Deliberately structured to be instructive. Because we want you to bear fruit in your private life and bear fruit in the kingdom of God. Praise the Lord. So I started the series last two Sundays ago on the fact that you didn't just drop here, that God knows about you. God knows your name and he has assignment for you in the kingdom. So if you are born again, you have assignment. You have a purpose. And I tell people, like they were saying this morning, they're talking about the testimonies. So if you are if you are born again, you are rich in Christ. Praise the Lord. Now, richness or success is not about material things. Success is not about the fat account you have. It's not about the many the, the, the number of cars in your garage. It's not about the mansions you have built. Success in is incumbent, is predicated on how much you pursue God's purpose in your life. Because when God is going to give judgment at the end of the day, He will judge you based on His purpose. 
Praise the Lord. He will, base, he will judge you based on his purpose for your life. Now you know, we teachers, you don't go to school and then you want to set exam for your children and you taught them history and you say tomorrow is exam and they come and you, you agree with them uh, questions on government. No. So God has purpose for you and is going to judge you based on how much you pursue that purpose. That is why I take it upon myself to let you know that, look, you have a purpose and you need to put your eyes on those purpose. So at the end of the day, it will hit the mark. At the end of the day, you will hit the bullseye. And God will pat you at the back and say, welcome and well done, my servant. Praise the Lord. Amen. So I will be. I, I want to bring the second part of that message this morning. I like you to be very attentive, and I have told us that we should learn to get our papers and pen ready. Praise the Lord. Some of the things we say here, you may not hear it too often somewhere else, because we base our teachings purely on the scriptures. We don't add our own, we don't remove. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, the topic this morning will be the, the, the importance, the importance of your mission on earth. The importance of your mission on earth. I've already laid the foundation last two weeks of our mission. We told ourselves that every one of us is created for a mission. It means that we all have a purpose for which we are created. A purpose to live, a purpose for you to live for. That is what you live for. Basically, there are five purposes for our mission. Praise the Lord. Five purposes for our mission. I'd like us to read from the book of Mark, chapter 12, verse 30. Mark, chapter 12, verse 30. It says, You shall love your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your strength. Praise the Lord. Father in heaven, we thank you. Thank you for the reading of your word. Thank you for the exposition this morning. Thank you for the revelations. Thank you for the power of your word. Thank you for the knowledge in your word. Thank you for the wisdom in your word. Thank you for the victory in your word. In the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, take control. Let all glory go to you. And let your people be edified. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Praise the Lord. So I'll give you the five purposes of your mission. Then I'll give you the importance of the mission. Praise the Lord. And that will be this very short message, but I'd like you to listen to me properly. Number one, you are created to love God. Number one, you are what? Created to love God. All your mind, all your soul, all your resources, all your gifts should first and foremost geared towards God. God is number one for our creation. Praise the Lord. And the second one, the, 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 the B part of that, that you are created to serve humanity. First of all, serve God, and then humanity. Your service on the church, you must consciously and deliberately serve humanity. But what is that? Serve people. Serve people around you. Serving people around you is not just, it's not by uh, buying down whatever. That is, let your life affect them. Be a blessing to other people. So the first reason you are created is 
for you to love God and serve God and then serve humanity. And then lastly, yourself. Take care of yourself and your family. But often than not, we turn it around. We want to take care of ourselves first before we know whether there is God or there is somebody who is in need. Praise the Lord. That's not the order. The order is God first. The other people, the humanity, and then you last. You are not created for yourself. You are created for God. Praise the Lord. Amen. Then number two, you are created to be part of God's family. You are not created to live in isolation. Your first family is God's family. God's family is higher than blood family. Praise the Lord. Your brother in the church, your sister in the church, confess. If your blood family is not in Christ, then your sister in church is number one. It's superior to her. If you have a brother that is not a believer, then the brother you meet in the church is, is closer to you than him. You are a member of God's family. That is your first family. So if you have that in your mind, that the family, that the church is your family, then you will think right and walk right. The next person seated to you is your sister, is your brother. That's how God wants us to live. We are individual, but one in Christ. Praise the Lord. If we have that in our mind, we will not indulge in gossip. We will not indulge in frivolities. The next person seated to you is your brother and is your sister. Whatever way you can be a blessing to him or her, please do it. Praise the Lord. Don't bring your sister down. Don't bring your brother down. Because it has consequences. It has consequences. Number two, you are created, one of your purposes is to tell others about God. Evangelism. And there are so many ways we can evangelize. Praise the Lord. In those days, I mean, I will, I will enter vehicle. That I, I remember one day I was going to the north. I was not preached from preached in the bus throughout the night. How many of you have gone into a bus? Uh, you are going to worship your and begin to preach. Especially the young ones. Praise the Lord. I mean, a few can stand up and say, I greet you this morning, I bring good message for you, and I want to tell you that Jesus loves you, blah, 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 blah. How many of you have done that in the bowels? I have done it, severally. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Tell others about God. It's your responsibility. It's part of your purpose. And not just saying it, you all tell others about God by your character. Let them see you and say, ah, oh, this one is like Christ. In your office, let them see you and say, no, this evil we are planning, let, let this one not here. It's not part of it. When they are planning evil, they should not include you to, to plan with them. Praise the Lord. They are planning how to cheat, how to steal. They will not let you here because they know you are different. Hallelujah. When they run into a problem and they want solution, they will come to you. They know so this one is different. If this one pray, God will hear them. They will come to you. Tell others about God. And simple, our God is what? Good. That's 
Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Our God is good. Number four, you are created to conform to the image of Christ. You are created to conform to the image of Christ. To be like God. God's ultimate desire for you is to, at the end of the day, conform to the image of Christ. It's a task for all believers. Apostle Paul said, I press forward towards the mark. Be the Christ in your family. Be the Christ in your office, in your school. Wherever you are, be the Christ. In character, in natural power, what Christ can do, you should do it. God wants us to be the ambassadors of heaven. And that's why this ministry, our motto is raising kingdom ambassadors. Praise the Lord. To be ambassador means you are a complete representative of your, your head office. Our head office is heaven. Though we are on earth, we are, we are in the world, we are not of the world. Praise the Lord. We are here to carry out our purpose. That's why we are here. And you will not fail in Jesus' name. Amen. You will not fail in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Philippians 2, verse 10. Philippians 2, verse 10. Somebody flip on to verse 10 for me. Okay, read John. 2021 They say Jesus Jesus to them again. Peace be unto you, as my Father has sent me, even so send I you. Okay. Praise the Lord. This is a privilege that we have. If you are a believer, you have the privilege. So, number one, the importance is that. 
Our mission is a continuation of Jesus' mission on earth. Our mission is a continuation of Jesus' mission on earth. As his followers, we are to continue what Jesus started. We are called not only to come to Christ, but also to go for him. He said, as my father has sent me, so do I send you. So your mission is so important that Jesus repeated it five times, even in five different ways, and in five different books of the Bible. In Matthew you may not read it in Matthew 28, 29. I mean, 28, verse 19 to 20. He's, he mentioned your mission. In the book of Mark 16, verse 15. In the book of Luke 24, verse 47. In the book of John 20, 21, the one we read now. And then in the book of Acts 1, 8. He mentioned your mission. If you are a believer, you have a mandate for God. And to ignore your mandate would amount to utter disobedience. The mandate for God is important for your life. And people make mistakes when they think that when we ask that you do things right in the, in the church, you are doing it for somebody, or you are doing it for God, or for a pastor, or for church. Whatever mandate that you have, when you carry it out effectively, it blesses you. You are the first recipient of the blessing. When Jesus said in, in the Revelation 20, 12, 22:12, rather, he said, I come quickly. My blessing, my reward is with me. I will give it to whoever, I will give it to according to what you have done in the body of Christ. And this is where your work in the kingdom calls for something, it's going to give reward. Is going to judge. Praise the Lord. It's going to judge. It's not the judge of salvation. It's not the judgment of salvation. The judgment of salvation is settled. If you receive Christ, you are heavily bound. Praise the Lord. But there are rewards that will come about five different words that find another day to preach about that. But I just want you to know that there are other rewards. Praise the Lord. And that reward will be given to you based on how you pursue your purpose in the kingdom. How you avail yourself to the service of the kingdom. Praise the Lord. Amen. Some of us don't even know that God holds us responsible. For the unbelievers who live around us. If you don't tell them that Jesus loved them, just do your own and let the rest and leave the rest for God. If you read Ezekiah, Ezekiel rather, Ezekiel 3, verse 18, it says, When I said to the wicked, You shall surely die, and you give him no warning. If God is saying that the wicked will die, the wicked is unbeliever, that they will die, meaning that they will be excommunicated from the body of Christ, and you that are in Christ, give them no warning, nor speak to warn them of their wicked ways, he said, that same wicked man shall die in his iniquity, but his blood I will require at your hand. Praise the Lord. In the greatest commission, Jesus said, go to the people of all nations. Of all how many nations? All nations. 
and make them my disciples. Baptize them in the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. And teach them. What did he say? Teach them. The greatest commission in the kingdom is teaching. That is the greatest ministry anybody can have. Praise the Lord. That is the first ministry of Jesus, teaching. That's why I take time to do it here. He said, teach them to do everything I have told you. That is in, in the book of Matthew 28, verses 19 to 20. Praise the Lord. Number two importance of your mission. Your mission is a great privilege. Your mission is what? A great privilege. The privilege becomes handy when you pursue it. There are people who would have loved to be alive to have a mission to pursue. It's a privilege to serve God. Praise the Lord. The Bible says we are complete in Christ. When you are in Christ, you are rich. You may not have money in your pocket because you are, but you are a rich man. Praise the Lord. It's a privilege to be a steward in his kingdom. Although it's a responsibility, but it's a incredible, it's an incredible honor to be used by God. Apostle Paul said, God has given us the privilege of urging everyone to come into his favor. And be reconciled to him. Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 18. Praise the Lord. Amen. Your mission involves two great privileges. I say it's a great privilege. There are great two privileges. Number one, working with God and representing him is as an ambassador of heaven. Working with God and representing him as an ambassador of heaven. When you are an ambassador, you have the characteristics, you have the power of heaven. If you are an ambassador of Nigeria in Ghana, in Ghana you are in Nigeria. Praise the Lord. The ambassador of Nigeria in U.S. is in Nigeria. It's not him. If, for instance, Pastor uh, Loretta is is appointed as ambassador of Nigeria to to United States. Why there? She's not on Loretta. She's in Nigeria. Yes. No, not Nigerian. She's not in Nigeria. She's in Nigeria. There. Praise the Lord. She's more than in Nigeria. She is in Nigeria. So when we when she talks there, she's talking as a Nigeria. Not Nigerian. Praise the Lord. Mommy say no. <laughs> Am I not correct? Mommy don't you understand me. <laughs> she's not representing Nigeria as a Nigerian. She's representing Nigeria as a Nigeria. She's a Nigeria there. Jesus Christ. <laughs> when she talks there, they are not going to refer to her as a Nigerian speaking. They say Nigeria is speaking. So she's a Nigeria there. Not Nigerian. Other people are Nigerians. If uh, Ope travels to the United States, uh, not as an ambassador, uh, uh, others, you are a Nigerian. Yeah. But if you are an ambassador, you are not a, just a Nigerian, you are a Nigeria. Do you understand me? You agree now? Clap for mommy. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So what it means is that we are heaven on earth. You are a carrier of heaven. You are a carrier of the, of, of the ability of heaven. As a believer, wherever you go, heaven is there. You are listening to me. Heaven is not a location. It's not, loca- it's not a location. It's the presence of God. Praise the Lord. So when you move, the presence of God is in you. You are moving. 
when there is confusion, the light of God comes and the darkness consumes. Wherever you go, you will flow fast solution. When people are crying, you are celebrating. What is killing people? You are the one killing that thing. That is the privilege of being a heavenly representative, an ambassador of heaven. You live here today, remind yourself now and always that you are an ambassador of heaven. You are a carrier of the power of God. You are a microcosm of God in the name of Jesus. You are a representative of Jesus. That's why Jesus said, don't worry. You are saying that I, I, I cause a tree and it dry. He said, you will do greater things. What is he saying? He said, by the time I finish and coming to you, I'm going to do greater things through you. Praise the Lord. Number two privilege is that we are Christ's representatives. Okay, that is Second uh, Corinthians chapter five verse twenty. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God were pleading to us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. Praise the Lord. Be reconciled to God, so that you can enjoy these privileges. So that's people you, you you find favor more than any other person. It's as, as if you are the only person in the world. Praise the Lord. They say things are hard, but that, that is when you are finding things easier. Do you know that in this period when things are hard, people who couldn't buy a car before now, they are now buying cars. People who didn't have a house before, they are building houses. People are opening new 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 businesses. And but then things are getting harder, but some people is getting better for them. Then we belong to that set. We are children of God. We don't live by the economy of Nigeria. Tinobu is not our boss. In fact, we are far better than him. It's in the dark. We are the light. Praise the Lord. We have been conveyed from the kingdom of darkness and transported to the kingdom of light, where Jesus is our Lord and Savior. I declare Jesus' Lordship upon your life. I declare Jesus' Lordship upon your finances. I declare Jesus' Lordship upon your marriage. I declare Jesus' Lordship upon your family. You will rejoice. And this month of unspeakable joy, you will rejoice. You will receive joy. You will enjoy. Your joy shall be full. In the name of Jesus. Number three. Your mission has eternal significance. And what do I mean by that? Your mission is designed for eternal destiny of others. The destiny of other people are connected to you. There are lives that are connected to you. When you carry out your vision, it will affect other people. The other people's vision too also connect to others. We are connected to one another as believers. We're not just in isolation. We are connected to one another and being one in the body of Christ. So your success should flow down to others around you. Your success as a believer requires you to also call other people to reconcile to God. Your success financially requires you to also lift somebody who is down financially. Praise the Lord. It has eternal significance. 
He said, what, he said what, 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 what does it profit a man if you own the whole world and lose your soul? In other words, he said, what, what does it profit you if you gain the whole world and you lose, that you, you lose out in your mission, in your purpose on earth? Praise the Lord. If you build houses or build estates and whatever, it has limitation. It will come to destruction. In fact, some of them, sometimes you see houses, nobody is living there and just but what is eternal is what to do for God. It has no limit. It is live forever. You touch somebody, somebody touch somebody, somebody touch somebody, it goes forever. That is why we say we are rich and complete in Christ. You may not build houses. Build houses, live there for several years, nobody can collapse. But your mission will never end. It is eternal. Praise the Lord. So it is more important than any accomplishment in life. It is more than any achievement or any goal that you may have in life. The number one goal is fulfilling God's mission, God's purpose for you. Because it will last forever. It will last all forever. Hallelujah. This explains why we should be urgent about our mission. Jesus said, Night cometh when no one walks. He said, I will do my father's work while it is day. So you have a limit. You don't have all the days on earth to pursue your purpose. So the time you have, do it. No, don't be like a desiccar. Don't procrastinate. Be urgent about it. Do it now. Why it is day? Because night comes when you can no longer do it. Don't look at if some of us who are those of you are younger are even more lucky that you know about this earlier. Plug into God and it will take you somewhere. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Do it quick. Do it now. At age 12, Jesus said, I must go about my father's business. In other words, say, I must fulfill the purpose for, for which I came. At 12, I was telling the, 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 the earthly father, uh, Mary, and so I said, You people have finished your but go and sit down. I have to do my business. Hallelujah. Amen. When it is day, I pray you will not lose it. When it is day, you will not miss your purpose. The reason why you are created, you will not miss it. At the end of the day, you will fulfill your mission. You will get to your destination. You will fulfill your purpose. You will succeed on earth. You will succeed in heaven. In the name of Jesus. And finally, your mission gives your life a meaning. Your mission gives your life a meaning. If you fail to fulfill your God-given mission on earth, you would have wasted the life and the gift that God gave you. And I pray for somebody this morning. You will not waste your purpose. You will not waste that which God has given to you. You will fulfill it. And nothing shall be able to stop you. 
You are unstoppable. You are unkillable. You are indestructible. In the name of Jesus. Acts 20, 24 says, But none of these things move me, nor do I, do I count my life dear to myself, so that I may finish my race with joy. Hallelujah. And the ministry which I received from the Lord Jesus to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. Jesus also said, anyone who lets himself be distracted from the work I plan for him is not fit for the kingdom of God. Luke 9.62 Anyone that allow himself to be distracted and take away from the purpose for which I created him. If you allow the the, 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 flash, the flashy things, the things of the world to take you away from concentrating on God's purpose, you are not fit for the kingdom. Praise the Lord. Meaning you, you, you will get nothing in the kingdom even though your soul will be saved. Praise the Lord. Don't allow this world to distract you. Don't pay too much attention in the things of the world. There are people who all their eyes want the world, they don't, what they can gather in the world. And they forgot that <laughs> this minute they can just be there and the next minute they are not there. God forbid. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The world is perishable. What is in the world? The life is fleeting. Thank God here God is thank God here God is keeping us. And whoever God keeps is what? Kept. We are kept. But even though we are kept, it's not forever. Praise the Lord. After hundred, night might come anytime. Where you can no longer do nothing. Praise the Lord. Amen. Don't allow the things of the world to distract you. Some people have put their hands where they shouldn't do because of the things of the world. Some are, people, some, some are pursuing power. Some are pursuing money. Some are pursuing uh, uh, material things. Praise the Lord. It's not that power is not good. It's not that money is not good. It's not that material things is not good. But first thing first. That's why the Bible says, the greater than my greatest one of the greatest scriptures I have say, seek ye the kingdom of God first. It means so much. Seek the kingdom of God what? First. And every other thing will follow you. Shall be added to you. What happened when Solomon sought the kingdom of God? Solomon realized that he was coming from a disadvantaged area. His mother was not even in the house when he was born. Praise the Lord. And there are other people that were already there. And then they went to hand over the kingdom. And is this Solomon? A product of... I don't want to mention it. Praise the Lord. Eh? He was amazed. But some of us, when we, when we enjoy the favor and the grace of God, we don't even know. But Solomon knew who he was and he could not imagine the grace that he enjoyed. And he said, I don't want anything. This one is enough. All I want is to serve. Serve with all my life. Serve with all my might. Serve all my soul. Serve all my strength. And Jesus, that God said, yes, that is it. That's what the scripture says. Seek ye the kingdom of God first, and every other thing shall be added unto you. So now that you have sought the kingdom of God first, every other thing I give you. Money, I give you. Life, I give you. Peace, I give you. Whatever you wisdom, I give you. And people
people don't believe this. They think they can do it by their power. It's not by power. The race is not only it's not only what? Sweet. It's not by power. It's by how much you devote your time to God. And God is not the respecter of any man. That means he does not differentiate, he does not say, okay, you, I love you more than this. No, he loves us equal. What differentiates us is how much we are able to gather from him. If I love you equal and the other person is gathering more from me than you and it, it seems to be more successful, is it my fault? Praise the Lord. All of all the apostles, all the pastors, the the the, the anointing, the Christ that is in Papa Deboye is the Christ that is in you. His own is not bigger than your own. It's the same Christ that is carrying that you are carrying. The difference is that he devotes more of his time for God. And so he has more to display. That's all. God doesn't love you more than he loves you. Praise the Lord. And I showed you that in you remember when I was pastoring in Ikotu and it was it was a fuel scarcity. Then you remember fuel scarcity has no fuel and I was driving in Mercedes Benz. And how can I say I won't win? So the pastor will say no go go church because there is fear. Eh? I don't know. I, I, I pray one simple prayer. You know, Mercedes eats fuel very well. Four liters, five liters, this thing was in my car. Okay, I put it. I said, God, I hear that Baba Deboe drove his car from the north empty to the south. I said, now I'm going to church. If you did it for Pastor Adeboye, me too, I'm your servant. Do it for me as well. I took that car to, I drove it to inside Kotu. Praise the Lord. And I wanted to leave it because I know that it cannot bring me back. Definitely, it shouldn't. But as I wanted to go up, the hospital told me, he said, take the car. Praise the Lord. He said, take the car, you may see where they are selling fuel on the road. I said, okay. I took the car and I was driving on the service lane. So that if it packs down, I don't need to push it. I'll just wander up and leave it there. <laughs> People of God, that car brought me home. That prayer was still working. The next Sunday, it was raining, cast elephants, hippopotamus. I said, Can I say I won't be in church because it's raining? So members will come and they will say, uh, pastors, I said, I went out this way. Praise the Lord. And there's no fear. So what I now said, decided to do was to leave, because I was living inside uh, uh, a railway. I wanted to bring the car. If you can just take me to the bus stop, so that a bo- when the bus is coming, we can quickly run into the bus and, you know, at least rain will be tough. The rain was heavy. So when I got to the bus stop, I wanted to park. And they, somebody told me, say, just be going. Uh, it's okay. I started moving gradually on the service lane. People of God, that car took me to the church. I'm telling you, a, a life example, myself, it took me to the church. It's, it's not just a cartoon. From here to inside the cartoon, five liters. Double journey. The one that is most unbelievable is that I have unlocked the door and I came out. I says, take the car. Praise the Lord. That car brought me to my gate. I was driving car without fuel. Why? Because I sought the Lord. And every other thing shall follow. I told him, I reminded him, you did it for the way, do it for me for me. He will serve you, me too, I'm serving you. Even though I'm not as I'm serving you, I'm not serving you as he's serving you, but to me, at least me too, I'm serving. Well, 
And I said, I thought, that's how I felt. That's, that's, I was angry when I was praying that prayer. You did it for him. I mean, to me, I'm going to church now. So do it for me. He did it more than you can ever believe. Praise the Lord. So you to know that he did He allowed me to get to the gate and he stopped. And the tank was dry. Praise the Lord. Seek the kingdom of God first. And God will answer you. I pray for somebody this morning. You will not fail in your mission. Amen. Your purpose shall find expression. Amen. When God is looking for people to promote, like he looked for people in Israel and found David, he will find you. Amen. He will reckon with you. Amen. He will recommend you. Amen. When they are looking for somebody in Abuja to take a contract of billions, and they are looking for somebody, God will recommend you. Amen. Because you sought him, he will recommend you. He will add every other thing to you. Listen to me. What you require to be a full-blown successful person, receive in the name of Jesus. There is nothing that you desire that God doesn't have. God will remember you. He will open a new book for you. He will fulfill your desires. You will have more than enough. You will lend to nations. He will not borrow. No matter the situation in the country, you will not borrow. You will have more than enough. God is your father. God is your father. He loves you. He will bless you. He will lavish his blessings on, on you. In the name of Jesus. When it is time, you will not be lacking. Receive the success. Receive breakthrough. Receive lifting. Receive the cause to rejoice. This is your month of unspeakable rejoicing, of unspeakable joy, of undeniable joy. You will rejoice. You will celebrate. You shall be celebrated. You are a candidate of his anointing. You are a candidate of his grace. The grace has found you. The grace has found you. Somebody shout, the grace has found me. These are working for me. These are working in my favor. Because God's grace has found me. In the name of Jesus. That is your testimony. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.